welcome to Real Talk, episode 140. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. We're back. It's a time to be alive. Yep, because we're breathing. <laughs> so, what's Real Talk? Opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and I truly mean this. Everything in between. Everything. Uh, somewhere in the description of this video and or podcast, you will find a link. A link. And that link, while working... Mm-hmm. Is I mean, worse all the time. We're just kidding. It's at www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk, and the real in that is R E A L. That's so, right. www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk, and it will appear right here on the video. If you were listening to a podcast, it doesn't appear anywhere because it's just in your ears. <laughs> that's right. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. We got a lot of good questions, got some topics about, the, yes, about sir. to do a deep dive that we probably haven't done since. Well, as you know, the great pandemic of 2020. That's right, man. Which it's we been talked a... about life. Yeah, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be real deep, so you guys should stick around. By the way, I like that shirt. Thanks, man. Now, when I say this, it's not an insult. Okay. It's sort of a, uh, you know, what are those guys that chop trees down? Oh, uh, your lumberjack yes. shirt. Nice. Except it's, but hear me out. It's classy. It's a, cl- a classy. I'm a classy lumberjack. Yeah, it looks good. Heck man. yeah, man. I do more than chop wood. I speak words well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't know where you were mean. Because uh, <coughs> you did your creepy voice. <sighs> anyway. So, uh, yeah, we're excited about that. Uh, one little thing for everyone. Fun Turn is bundled legitimately in a blanket. Yeah, he is. Um, turns out, most likely, he has food poisoning. From what we have deduced, mm-hmm. was most likely from an undercooked chicken tender. <laughs> now, as far as I know, and he's only going to nod, he probably won't talk today. This was microwavable. No, he says no. Oven cooked? It was a fryer cooked. At your work? Yeah. Oh, boy. Did you do it too fast? Uh, yeah. (laughs) He goes, yeah, man. Guilty. Wait, so you did do it normal time? Yeah. So how would it have gotten bad? Well, I did the normal time that I was told to do. Whether that's the actual normal time and it wasn't somebody Ah. else telling me how to that's lazy at my job. That's a completely different conversation and the, and the bottom line is listen at the end of the day he ate this tender he remembers saying mm, a little iffy about this yeah, that's right you finished it though yep yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh you had two more tenders after that cooked the oh, same yeah. way yep oh boy yeah so he's struggling today yeah in all seriousness he's hurting mm-hmm. uh, but that's commitment man it is commitment. real talk commitment that's so, right that's it yep so uh briefly i suppose we haven't really talked about this anything going on in your life yeah man just uh a continuous, sorry about that. Uh, continuous, just I don't, I don't want to call it a cycle because I don't like the. It's not what I'm thinking of, but uh, progress. There we go. Yeah, just progress yeah. towards. You know, I know I've I've shared with you guys. You know, the past couple times we've done this, of just really having to look in the mirror of who I am and just continue to push through the junk that I don't want to look at. So you know, the latest one I'm realizing is that I'm just a lazy person. You know, I've said it. You know, we I've had. Uh, talks about it in the past but i don't i think in those times i have i still wasn't fully willing to be like you know what you're right i am lazy but you know today i kind of hit this place like dude you are lazy like you just got to own that and then move on Mm. and so that's kind of where i'm at with that um and also just ownership uh ownership of what i love ownership of my mistakes i'm just trying to get into a place of ownership um so i've i've even kind of taken it up to even say like out loud like ownership ownership because like i'm trying to you know, I'm really trying to, uh, I'm really trying to just focus on what I can do in in all situations because I know the moment I stop, I stop that is when I can start blaming others or I can start, you know, looking for excuses to, to you know, put on others. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at to keep it brief. Just trying to just claim ownership for my life, it, whether that's good or bad. Yeah, man, that's awesome. You know, and I've noticed a difference in. I think, uh, you know, I won't go too much into it, but I think for you, the journey is, okay, seeing that stuff's hard. Yeah. And yourself that you want to change. And then you go too far sometimes, right, because you want to do, and then you just kind of come back to yourself. So that's, Yeah. Because, again, change it does not mean there has to be shame involved. That's good. And a lot of times we feel that way. That's, and I don't know that's, that, that's going a little deeper than what you described, but, you know, to encourage you, I've seen some progress, man. Like, Thank you. Based on what you're wanting to get, not my, like, definition of it, but your own goals so it's been cool to see thank you yeah how about you man how you doing well i want to address this fly swatter <laughs> okay because everyone on camera can see it there's a pesky little little fly floating around mm-hmm. here he seems to everywhere. know yeah um that we're coming for him 
because since we've been filming, I have not seen him. Yeah, man, he's good at hiding. No, I haven't seen yeah. him anywhere. So I feel like in order to address the classy nature of this glass water, mm-hmm. you know, sitting on, I just wanted to say that. Nice. If you're listening to the podcast, you're like, why are they wasting 30 seconds of my life telling me about this? In case you hear this, <laughs> okay, or that was a fly swatter. Nothing was hit, but it could be. So how am I doing? <laughs> uh, I'm doing okay, man. I, um, I think that, I think I talked about, did I talk about, I think I talked about the exercise on here where I sent out, you know, how I come off to yeah. people. Um, so I was, I still got a couple back. Speaking of which, your girlfriend, who I tried to honor by that, just ignored it. So she never watched the show. She'll never hear I'm it. I'm going to roast her so Okay. Hard. <laughs> uh, anyway, since, you know, your girlfriend never watches, we can literally just talk about it. It's talk true, about man. her and the fact that she doesn't watch the show. Wow. Anyway. Terrible. Um, <laughs> we love you. Uh, that being said, you know, I'm trying to, this week my goal is to then, and I've done this already with some of them, put them together and sort of, I'm, I already know it, but it's going to be tough to look at on paper, the ones that are in common bad mm-hmm. and in common good and, um, you know, deal with that. And I've already started, but, you know, those kinds of things are important to our growth sometimes. You know, we don't all, we're not always aware of, you know, bad habits or traits or qualities that we've kind of picked up. And, you know, having people around you that you can trust to speak into that they're not going to, one, intentionally try to destroy you, you right. know, <laughs> emotionally, mm-hmm. but and or not going to feel... You know, that love you enough to tell you the truth, even if some of it's hard. Right. So, I've been really blessed by people's responses and encouragement in that. It's really good, man. Yeah. Uh, met with some, thanks, yeah. Met with some family members. So I don't think he watched the show. My dad, who lives out in the great state of Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, so he came, you knew this, he stopped by last week. That's unexpected. right. And then I know that he got a hold of me and saying he's moving back in December. So that's been kind of interesting and different. He's been gone for a while, and we've sort of rekindled a relationship. Which is awesome. Again, yeah. I mean, we've never, like, been bad, but it's been cool to, like, you know, grow closer. Yeah, and, just kind of get close again. Yeah, and I know he's on his own journey. You know, he, he's a believer now, and just really proud of him. Very cool story. Yeah, really proud of him. I was proud of him before, but it's been awesome to watch him bring all those traits God's given him now in the pursuit of his faith. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's got a great mind, and... The leader and stuff. So that's cool. Same with my mom, man. Had a great, I've had a lot of great conversations with my mom lately. Um, so that's just been kind of neat to interact with, I guess, or deal oh, with. Oh, yeah. You know? And then weirdly, in that also, um, sort of worked out some hurts that my younger sister has. I have a 15, oh, she's going to kill me. She's 15 or 16 now, I don't even know. Your old sister uh, who you know, had, had been hurt by me or, and, and it was, some of it was a miscommunication like, yeah. or a lack thereof. So it was cool to be able to talk to her and sort of reconnect and work through that stuff and to be different for her and let her see that, you know, in a different mm-hmm. way. And, and she responded uh, really awesome. So that was neat too. It just all happened in kind of a few weeks span, which is awesome. Yeah, man, just blew up. Mm-hmm. Just so that's been cool. Fire of love. A fire of love. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember the words. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis in the news. Ever heard of that? I have heard Back that to the name, Future. But I don't. Never heard of that? Be, I don't think so. Yeah, only reason I know that's because it's on the movie Back to the Future, which I've never seen. Cut. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, Good cut. Dude, if we read a list of the movies and that you have not seen, I don't know how to get people to understand who you are. Okay. <laughs> You have not seen the movie Aladdin by Disney. It's true. You have not seen the movie Lion King. It's true. You have, what's another big one here? Have you, have you, you have not seen, I mean, I, I don't have it in front of me here, but, oh, yeah. you've never seen Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Not you've never seen Charlie entire. Brown. Nah. You've never seen uh, Frosty the Snowman. Not in its entirety. Nope, none of those. I've seen clips of them, but not, not all of it. And by clips, you weren't, like, watching the show. You might have seen a commercial here or there, right? I mean, you didn't actually wa- go set out to ever watch those. No, no. Do you ever... They were on the TV sometimes. Was it, yeah. Do you ever sit back, genuinely, and go, what was I doing? Because some of these are legitimately... I mean, this is what, you know, there's certain movies and shows that, mm-hmm. as children, we all have in common. Yep. Most of us. Most, yeah. And you, you have not seen any of them. 
Really? And that's, that's, it doesn't stop there. If production guy Blake was here, he could tell oh, you. He's got a whole list. He never watches either, which, you know, for all those when he comes back on someday. Mm-hmm. You know, letting him know that he doesn't he is a traitor. Oh, absolutely. And a, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, Clint gave a here here with his Gatorade as he shivers under the blanket. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's it's interesting, man. Do I, you have those moments? So, uh, or at I th- least moments where you go, huh. The moments hit I had those moments hit me the most. I don't just sit and usually think about those, sure. but they come when people are talking about one of those things, <laughs> and like they're all like, "Yeah," and I'm just sitting there going, "I don't know what they're talking about." Do you ever wish that you had? Sometimes I do because I'm like, "Yeah, it'd be nice to be in this conversation or like be normal." This leads to an <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm not normal. This leads to another thing we've never discussed. Has this is not on our our show notes, uh huh, agenda, or anything of the sort. But Santa Claus. Do you guys believe at any point? I did. Nice. Awesome. I feel like I am in a place of just brotherhood. Mm-hmm. What I have learned is, particularly within the church today, a lot of Christians, um, I've heard two arguments. And I find, well, first of all, let me say, I'm a huge proponent of Santa Claus, and part of me still believes. All right? Because <laughs> I've never yeah. truly tested. Old Satan. I've man. never truly tested by just not getting a gift. Mm-hmm. And it's <laughs> seeing if he comes... Or if I was naughty or nice, but frankly, I don't, you know, I'm sure I wouldn't be nice enough. Here's the thing. I'm telling you this and I mean it. Okay. Santa Claus made childhood, Christmas time, so magical. It's true, man. That, I mean, do you remember the moments where you really believed? Oh, yeah. And did it not feel so magical? Oh, it was insane. And there are so many people, primarily within the church, like Christians, and a lot of you guys out there listening, I'd love to hear, um, whether whether Christian or not, if you are in a place whether you're, that you can write a comment, yeah. Let us know, hey, I believe in Santa, I didn't, and then the reason why you did, like your parents did not, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I was told this by a lot of Christian folk. Mm-hmm. Two reasons why. One is that it's some sort of evil, like Santa spells Satan, which I find to be ridiculous, um, and that it's like worshiping him above Jesus. Hmm. I wasn't, no one in my family was Christian, so I, it, me it, either. Didn't, it, was, it didn't affect my view of Jesus, I'll tell you that. Like, right, me I either. did not think they were the same person. I did not think G- Santa was a god. No, me either. Um, in fact, intrinsically, somehow I knew that he Just a man. was like a servant of G- Jesus. Because, you know, the Christmas specials with a star, and sometimes Santa would be bowing it. Even though I didn't know what that was, I'd be like, yeah, that's right, Santa. You're not God. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but you are a powerful elf man. Um, anyway. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So that was one. The other one was... And this is from a good friend of mine who's having a kid, and he's like already agreed with his wife, and it really saddens me. But he fought hard for Halloween, mm-hmm. but gave in on this because he he says, I'm pretty sure he said, I just don't feel right lying to my kids. Man, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Not judging anyone that does. By the way, right. genuinely, like... I respect, you know, you, you all welcome to your opinion. But for me, I'm being genuine that that having Santa Claus as part of my Christmas made Christmas very magical. It really did. Yeah, man. Like, or like you, I don't know if you ever do this, but like your parents would like take you to go see Santa in his little house. Sure, man. And like you'd sit on his lap and be like, this is one for Christmas. Dude, it was so I want you to understand, there were no gifts under my tree until Christmas morning. Me too. And it was the greatest, most magical thing yes. I've ever seen in my Especially life. Especially because, like, stuff like I'd like come out and like stuff be set up. Yes. And I'd be like, oh, dude. And remember the lights on the on the wrapping paper. Oh, yeah, man. You know, it was. I just even to this day, if I go to my parents, yep, and we have Christmas there. There's no, well, there was no presents under the tree. They're just magically there. I don't know who does it. That's so awesome, dude. My mom my- helps with Santa. She says, so "Yeah, I used to help Santa too." I didn't. I yeah. just sit there and say, I don't care how old I am. I got involved. I can't wait for Santa. I got involved in the process. Mm. Why? Uh, it's my mom. But you didn't have any younger si- Oh, your sister? Mm-hmm. Got you. All right, moving on. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I th- go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, it's you're magical. fine. Yeah, it is, man. And, like, I guess for me, like, I would definitely have Santa involved in mine. Mm-hmm. Me too. Definitely. Because, like, I don't know. Even even if it's just it's a symbol of hope, you know, like. Yeah. I don't know. It is, man. There's something about it. And as a believer now, I get the idea of like, you know, because I wasn't a believer of, I want people to know the meaning of it, mm-hmm. the Christmas story, the true, you know, Jesus is birth, yeah, the, the day that we, but here's the thing, I, I'm going to, they're going to be together. Like one does not mean the other can't exist. Absolutely. Because I guess if I, if I look at it as like lying, like 
from this person's perspective. Like, I don't want to lie to my kids. Multiple like, people, yeah. I've heard multiple. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where I'm like, okay. Because it makes me go like, <sighs> I can just go in a lot of places with that, mm-hmm. I guess. Where and else? Could, where, why is it okay here and not there? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I can go into a lot of places, which I, don't, I won't do that right now because it would be a, Yeah, we're not trying to start a debate. Right. But, I mean, I guess in a way we have been, but it's not the intention. <laughs> yep. So... Yeah, man, I definitely, I love Christmas, and I love, like, the idea of Santa. I think it's awesome. I think it, it gives kids hope for, like, and it also just gives them, like, a reason to be good. Kids mm-hmm. at that age need a reason to be good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yes, Jesus. But when they're so young, man, sometimes it's hard for them to grasp the concept of Jesus. You know, you give them this jolly, this jolly fella named Santa, man, just snaps them into being good. You know, it's pretty cool. That's also true. Yeah, like... And I think it could be used even as a good segue to Jesus. Oh, definitely. So, anyway, I don't think they have to be <laughs> got really serious, but I, I, it is something I'm passionate about. I love Santa. Because cause a lot of times I feel like it goes the other way. I feel like I'm not judging them, but they're kind of subtly being like, Santa, you're a pagan. You're worshiping the Saint Nick. <laughs> is that what you're doing? You're walking, walking, worshiping Chris Kringle? You know what I mean? Like, why, yeah. don't just, why don't you just sacrifice to him? Yeah, right. Aren't you? Aren't you putting cookies out for him like a sacrifice? Yeah. Anyway, it's weird. <laughs> I went really, I really committed to that voice. <laughs> you did. I liked it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think I have probably gotten a little defensive of the years because I'm like, dude, I clearly I love Jesus. Mm-hmm. They're not connected. I remember one guy that was so passionate about hating. <laughs> this actually relates to an earlier episode of Real Talk. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you remember the uh, story I told you guys about a professor I had in seminary? <sighs> now everybody that knows me knows I'm not judging this person. However, this person is one of the most judgmental people I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean in the, like, judging the church. <clears throat> he used to rant and rave about the evil of Christmas time and Santa and trees and the pagan culture. And then, then he went into Easter. Now, if, you're, if you are, excuse me, convicted by that, mm-hmm. by some of what I'm about to say, it makes perfect sense. You should follow that. Corinthians says it. Yeah. But when you start to shame other people, then you're going exactly against what Paul said when he said, hey, you might be convicted about one thing, that isn't directly spelled out. Like, right. You know, what kind of meat you eat, those kind of sure. things. Sure. But he also raged against uh, Easter because he said it had been merged with these pagan rituals, which I believe to a degree in the sense of, like, there's an egg, and the holy egg was dedicated to Ishtar back in the day, and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And here's the thing, man. When I was painting eggs and going to hunt them and believing in an Easter rabbit or Easter bunny, Easter rabbit, <laughs> I did not – I wasn't worshiping Ishtar. No. Like, you know, or – I was hunting eggs and eating them and getting candy. That's right. And so, you know, I think about that guy, and he, he's this, this is the guy, I guess I didn't finish, who got in trouble for racketeering. You remember this? Like, yes. legitimately, like, working with a gang, guilty of. Now, again, I'm not seeing right whether it is or isn't, okay? But he was found guilty of this. Yes. And um, interesting story, though. We talked about that, about how now he is a practicing pastor. Right. And is accepted immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, and in the big scheme of the world's eyes, like, what's worse? Someone who would have, for instance, you know, we always use sexual sin, right? Adultery. Right. Or a guy who literally was accused of coercion, racketeering, and intimidation, and threatening someone that, that they'll kill him if you don't give him money. Now, that's, that's, that's not, I'm not saying that's true. I'm saying I know that that was some of the stuff that was uh, accused. That's right. Um, you know what I mean? And yeah. again, I'm all about it. I'm not questioning that he shouldn't be restored or given that opportunity because, believe it or not, I believe what I proved, you know. 100%, preached. man. Um, it's not so much that he shouldn't have been forgiven or anything. It's more of like the culture. In fact, it has nothing to do with him. It's just, no, the, it's just the culture of Christianity, exactly. of what we view as important sometimes. Yep, it's, it's odd. It point, I guess in a way it kind of shows how silly it is when they say someone else is like could never again. Mm-hmm. It's like how dare you believe in this, mm-hmm. this bunny mm-hmm. and how you're a pagan. Well, you and know, also. But, but we'll take this guy over here who is. Well, and also like let's say the adultery pastor or the. Mm-hmm. You know, sexual sin seems to be the big one, but or no, sometimes they say they're you know too mean. You know, I think of Mark Driscoll. Yeah, and it's like, okay, you literally say this guy's disqualified, <laughs> and then the scheme of the world's eyes, or and they're like, well, we don't follow the world. Okay, the scheme of Christianity. What's worse? You know, I mean, they're both terrible. Right. Um, and that's the point, right? The point is sin is sin. Exactly. So I don't know. Just interesting. Anyway, we've been all over the place. Moving on. My apologies. It's been fun. I love yeah, it. Easter. <laughs> yeah, Easter. Not mocking people that are for that. I do understand, and if you feel called to that, you should. Yes, but just don't tear those down because of it. <clears throat> 
So, moving on. Sorry. Uh, you want to go into questions? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. You want to start or sure. me too? I sure can. All right. So, moving on to the question portion of the podcast slash web series. Question one. Why was God about to kill Moses in Exodus 4, 24 to 26? If it's the circumcision thing, why would that make God want to kill Moses? We actually answered this question before. Isn't that cool? By the way, I love that you asked yes. I'm just saying it's cool that people, it shows people think. Yeah, man. All right, verses what? Uh, it's four, uh, Exodus 4, 24 and 26. Um, talking about circumcision. All right, so I think in order to do this, we need to go to the very beginning of, uh, not the beginning of four. So Exodus 4, starting at verse 18. Okay. <coughs> I'm so sorry. It says good. this. Then Moses went back to his father-in-law Jethro and said to him, Please let me return to my relatives in Egypt and see if they're still living. Jethro said to Moses, Go in peace. Now in Midian, the Lord told Moses, Return to Egypt for all the men who wanted to kill you are dead. So God told him to. Okay. So Moses took his wife and sons, put them on a donkey, and set out for the land of Egypt. And Moses took God's staff in his hand. The Lord instructed Moses, When you go back to Egypt... Make sure you do in front of Pharaoh all the wonders I've put within your power. But I will harden his heart so that he won't let the people go. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, then you will say to Pharaoh, this is what the Lord says. Israel's my firstborn son. I told you, let my son go so that he may worship me. But you refuse to let him go. Now I will kill your firstborn son. <laughs> On the trip at an overnight campsite, it happened that the Lord confronted him, being Moses, and sought to put him to death. So Zephora took a flint, uh, cut off her son's foreskin, and threw it at Moses' feet. So she circumcised him. Then mm -hmm. she said, you are a bridegroom of blood to me. So he let him alone. At that time, she said, you are a bridegroom of blood, referring to the circumcision. Well, that's an odd little tale there. <coughs> the context, yeah. as we know, <coughs> excuse me, is that, um, you know, let my people go. This is that moment when God was kind of telling him, hey, now I need you to do what I told you to do. This is what you're going to say to him. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So <clears throat> Moses was about to go back okay. and lead the Israelites, God's people, right, who had been living in bondage to pagans. Right. So if, the, if, if Moses had been told and was supposed to go back free God's people, and then lead them and show them and teach them about the ways of God and to obey in all those things, mm -hmm. it makes sense that he needed to be not a hypocrite. Ah. And he needed to be the good example so for them to follow. So he tested, kind of? No, I think he had been rebellious. God, He knew what God told him to do. God did not circumcise him because, remember, that was already given to the Israelites back with Abraham and all them, like the sign of the covenant. So they, even though it had been years past, we know that they, they knew that tradition. So why didn't Moses do it? Well, he married a woman that was not Israel, uh, an Israelite. Mm. So, and that's why I said she did. So this is an important thing for men, by the way. Why didn't Moses do it? We know he didn't, right? It shows right here. We'll get to the question in a second. So Moses was raised to circumcise your son as a sign of the covenant. Oh, did he not view his son as clean because of... No. His wife? Think, think of more human terms. You. Fear? I, of what? You guys are overthinking it. Uh, of what? Of his wife. Uh. Like, if you, how many times we see it? Your wife didn't want you to do something. No offense, men. No offense, ladies. And that guy's cave because okay, they don't want to fight. So he was married to, and this is why God told, not just him, many times later, he said, do not, in fact, he told him before, do not marry, intermarry with these pagans. Right. Because their culture is going to infect you, and it's that much harder when it's your husband or wife. Okay. Yeah, you're so, right. I was overthinking no, this. No, no. I still, I think they're, you're right. There's fear in general. Yeah. But, so he had, for whatever reason, was adopting her customs. Yes. But now you're going back to free God's people. You imagine that? While We're going not, back to God, but you're not going to actually follow God's law. Yeah. So he okay, was just, like, okay, your rebellion here, I can't use you. Mm. If you're not going to obey me, now it gets deep. Did God know what was going to happen? Yes. Did, now, this is where it gets real weird. So he knew this rebellion. Did he know that Moses would, that all this would happen? Yes. Now, here is where it gets really deep. So if we can admit, and it's interesting that it mentioned the wife, 
who was probably the one. So Moses probably did want to circumcise. He's still going to hold Moses accountable. Good, good answer for men out there. Good little lesson. Even if you say your wife's the reason you did it, God holds you responsible just like he did Adam. Mm. You, you can't say you want the, the crown, the, the authority, the respect of being a leader in the home, and then blame the wife because God holds you responsible. Whew. All right, for the home. Anyway, yeah. it's interesting that God did not, not only got Moses to, but the wife on board. Right. That makes Which sense. Which is insane. So, um, you know, does that answer the question? I think it does, yeah. The main reason, simplified, <clears throat> it was very serious because think of it in purity-wise. If God is going to have someone lead his people out of there, that leader needed to be obedient, um, righteous in God's sight, etc. Well, why does circumcision matter? It's not about the act of circumcision. It's why today you don't have to be circumcised to be in the covenant. In fact, Paul says that, doesn't he? He says, mm-hmm. circumcised or uncircumcised alike, we're all the same in Christ. But it was, if you can't obey God in the little fleshly thing, are you going to obey him in the big things? No. No. <clears throat> and the thing good. people forget about the Old Testament is God was, was meeting people, humanity, in some of their darkest places. So he had to, in his mercy, he was kind of meeting them in the ways they would understand. It's not that, like, the flesh and all that was meaning circumcision saved you or any of these things. He was trying to get them to understand in the, the culture and language they were used to. They understood the concepts of sacrifice. They understood the concepts of rituals. Right. <clears throat> Does that make sense? Yeah, man, absolutely. I yeah, that's good. For some reason, my mind was not clicking with the fact that his wife was like pagan. So for some yes. reason, I was going, "Oh, that well, makes sense now." I guess you didn't was... know that necessarily in the context of. I knew that because I knew the story, right? Too. So, so that his make, wife that, was. That pagan. makes a lot more sense that he was just fearful because remember of her he ran customs. off. Mm-hmm. He ran sense. off because he killed that dude. Jeez. Remember that he murdered him. That's, that's another thing. Moses murdered a guy. That's freaking. I actually don't know Moses' story very well. You'll read it. It's pretty interesting. I really should. Yeah. It's not what you, it's not everybody just sticks with the part where let my people go in the commandments. There's a lot of crazy stuff in mm-hmm. between. <clears throat> Especially when you so I'm so sorry guys to cough and you like that. Oh, my allergies. But it really shows you what we talked about. These people we set on pedestals, when you read everything in between the big moments of faith, they were human mm-hmm. and did human things. Right. The the biggest thing I always remember from Moses is how he didn't want to he didn't want to God was like, You need to do this. He's like, No, I don't want to. He's like, I can't speak well. You're gonna do whatever. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just using like the little excuses, yeah. yeah. Man. So that's that's cool. Well, that that taught me something because I, yeah, I was not, I was not informed on that. So that's really cool, dude. <coughs> Heck yeah, nice. You are up a good sewer. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> well, sorry. Oh, you're alright, dude. I uh, got a message from old Grant. Oh. Hey, Kenny G, Cowboy Kenny, I hope you uh, you watch this, because I don't know if you do either. Do you think Kenny G watches this show? Not a, not a chance. <laughs> not, not a chance. All right, <laughs> moving on. We haven't even got to the next question. Here we go. I got to move. Got to move, got to move, got to move. All right. Next question, as I clearly was prepared. <laughs> Man. Oh, here we go. All right. We got a good tradition here, being prepared. The rainbow is God's promise to us to never destroy the world by flood again. So how do you think it became, quote, a, quote, symbol, end quote, for the LGBTQ community? Do you think it was premeditated as a direct attack on God? Well, I didn't even know that, mm-hmm. for one. With the rainbow? Yeah. Yeah, he, that's what, the rainbow appeared and he said, this is my promise to you that I will never again destroy this earth with flood. Wow. How, I don't, how do I not know this? Yeah, you got to read the Old Testament sometimes. Jeez, I get it, man. 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 I don't read it as much as I do. The wow. Real. I did not <coughs> even know that. That's really no. freaking cool. Mm-hmm. Um. So it is interesting. That yes, it that. is. That is very interesting. I think that's like almost like a. It does feel like a, like almost like a direct attack on God, like, you know, when you think about when I think of like, you know, Satan, and I think about like what he's capable of. Like, why would he not use that? That's like a direct like spit in the face of God. Like, look at this. I'm going to take your well, you symbolism and I'm going to make it used against you. Well, th- yeah, exactly. And now the way we were all raised, when you see a rainbow symbol, you don't think of God. You never think of God. No. Which is crazy. So, yeah, man. So, you think it definitely... It oh, worked? yeah. Yeah. You know, well, people meant that. It's not even meaning the people who came up with it initially were thinking that. Right. No, that's something planted. Like, yeah, that's, but that's they could have. Awesome. Exactly. We don't know. <clears throat> I mean, whether it was intended or not, it's definitely... It that's what it is. It was that's all what it is. sin. Yeah. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with that. <clears throat> Pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, dude. Dang. I'm so sorry to cough, guys. My allergies are out of control. Oh, that's all right. And I didn't take any medicine until literally the show about was about to start. So, now it's all going... <clears throat> Yeah, just draining. Yeah. 
That sound that did. <laughs> All right, next question. This is in Mark 12, 28. It mentions teachers of the law and Sadducees. What's the difference between the two? I've always thought they were the same and actually just caught they were different. <clears throat> so they're ac- yeah, so they're asking for the difference between teachers and of the law and Sadducees. And and they, they used the <coughs> reference Mark twelve twenty eight. Well, uh, can you pull that up? Sure. I'm gonna pull up my, my Bible app real quick. So the difference between Sadducees and teachers of the law. No, not that. Oh, you're looking at the verse, right? Yeah. yeah okay. I maybe like, if I maybe if I can find it here. Mark, Mark yeah. twelve twenty eight. I'm gonna read it from ESV. It says, and one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another, and seeing what he and seeing what he answered them well, asked him, "Which commandment is the most important of all?" That's it. Say it again. It was, and one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another, and seeing that he answered them well, asked him, "Which commandment is the most important of all?" <coughs> okay, and I like that you said here it says scribes, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So yeah, I'm not really sure because they're 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 asking for the difference between Sadducees and teachers of the law. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I'm not really understanding how. Well, you... probably because a different version. Maybe check the ESV and see if it says teachers of the law or the NIV. Okay, I'll try NIV. That that one was ESV. So let me try NIV. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says one. So NIV says one of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked them, of all the commandments, which is the most important? Okay. Um, and does it say teachers of the law? Yeah. Okay. Um, so the bottom line was this: uh, they're all sects within Judaism at this time. Okay. Different kind of roles. <coughs> um, so you had the Sadducees, the Pharisees, most of the time, and then you have scribes. That's what they kind of meant by teachers of their law. These are the okay. people who wrote... And copy them down. Most of the time, at this point, the fa- the scribes came from the Pharisee branch, but not always. And that's why you kind of see both, um, <clears throat> both at the time. Yeah. Um, like it'll they're still differentiated because not always were they uh, were they the same thing. Right. So, bottom line was, if you were to put it on paper, the Sadducees between the Sadducees and Pharisees, there were kind of religious sects within. Judaism at this okay. time, sort of groups. This is interesting, by the way. Sadducees believed in a literal interpretation of every single word of the Bible. Um, the Pharisees believed, gave oral authority, like teaching of the mouth, and t- uh, the same as written down. Hmm. That's just one of the main beliefs. They had other things too, like uh, as far as literal interpretation of like, you know, whether or not we come back in the flesh, those kinds of things. Okay. The scribes were people when they wrote that down, <coughs> whether they were from the, well, that's the difference in general. Okay. Um, which you could leave it there. Scribes, though, whichever branch they came from, were really important because, again, who's writing down what the law is? You know, they they copy the scripture and all that kind of stuff. Even counting, like, and I knew this before, they would actually count like the spaces between um, the periods. Every mark that would be on the thing they copied from, they would read. They would do that exact mark. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that, wow. and so. Uh, what's terrifying, though, too, about this is that they would also begin to add man-made laws to God's into laws. Into it. Oh, man, into that, it. That's terrifying. Right? Partially, if you think about it, that's why most of the time it came from the Pharisees, because the Pharisees would then be adding that oral tradition to the uh. written. So either way, all of them had gotten, they had put the religion above the heart of God, and that's why God is constantly arguing with them. Hmm. That's very interesting. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Sorry, it took so long. It was, no, it was cool to learn, man. This is a very so great in, question. Informational episode for me. Uh, so I hear a lot. Did we do the one about going down the river? We didn't. We talked about it before. We you talked know. about it okay. before, yeah. So I hear a lot of Christian songs talking about quote going down to the river end quote. Where does that come from? Uh, I would imagine it, they're talking about just the baptism, like you know, in the Jordan. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think you're right on with, with John the Baptist. Yep, and then Jesus, like he's saying, being baptized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. It's yeah. a symbolism, I think, of being saved. Yep. Down to the river. Being washed clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Nice job. That sounded pretty good. Thanks, man. It felt good. You're up. I um, think, right? Yes. 
What does it mean in man, I get, let's see here. What does it mean in Psalms twelve six that his word is like silver heated seven times in a fiery furnace? Without even looking at it, I could tell you what Psalm what? Uh twelve six. I always like to guys the, the reason we pull this up every time is it's so important when you're reading the Bible and uh and I, we just want to model that to look at the entirety of the section and the book that you're looking at. Right. You don't because if you just pick out one sentence, that's how things seem to quote um conflict right yes it doesn't the bible is completely perfect it backs itself up it does not contradict itself when writ when written and read in the context that it gives that's right man context so what verse important. uh 12 6 okay i will put the ball he says the words of the lord are pure words like silver refined in an earthen furnace purified seven times so earth <clears throat> i mean um silver and gold we know both right how did they how do you purify gold when you get gold and silver from the earth mm-hmm. it's a it's made in the earth, right? What's mixed in with it? Dirt, right, impurities. Exactly. So even today, how do you get pure silver? You got to heat it up. You man. heat it. So what is it? And the, so when you heat it, you have it. silver that's more pure than it was before. So that's if you right. were to do it seven times, it's refined by fire. Yes, remember in the Bible, seven typically refers to complete, final, right? That's, perfect. That's, that's, that's so essentially, it's the symbolism that God's word is perfect. It's pure, and then in the context, if you apply that to your life and follow mm. him, you won't be in these situations. In this, that's really sense. cool, man. I like I go. like the symbolism behind that. That's yeah. really cool. Spoke to him in a way they understood. Yes, they would have been like, man, that's really pure. That's <laughs> right. Know? Seven times, <laughs> I only do se- I only do five. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's good. Heck yeah, you're man. up, man. Um, it says remnant dudes. I am back. Appreciate you, dudes. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Yeah, Remnant Dudes guy. Hey. We love you, brother. Love I'm glad you so you're back. Much. We appreciate you too. Um, speaking of that, I guess I should just go right into his... Uh, his next one? His He dropped one in after. Nice. Remnant Dudes guy he is He said, back. Remnant Dudes. Clint, this is you're in this one, buddy. He's nice. not paying attention, so I got him. He's probably there puking in the corner. <laughs> New guy puking in the corner. Anyway, oh, Remnant no. Dudes, you're all looking fit and trim. That includes you, Clint. How do you witness Jesus to a stranger? Do you have some helpful suggestions? Thanks, dudes. You guys are so cool. I love this guy. I love you. First off, in the midst, he just first starts with a compliment, which I'm yep. so thankful for, and then weaves his question in. I so love thank it. you so much, truly. So Clint, he even specifically said, hey, all you guys look fit and trim, which is a clue, Remnant House, Remnant Dudes guy, that you, you've personally seen us. We're on to you. Interesting. Anyway. Love that guy. Thank you so much. Do you ever think that people think we're the Remnant Dudes guy? <laughs> Just talking about ourselves? No. No. Because I know for a fact he exists outside of us. He does. He has so, to. Thank you. We love you, Remnant Dudes guy. We truly do. Because we know who he is, and we love him a lot. Oh, yeah. You're up. I found out recently. You have something to say, Clint, about being fit and trim? You started to, and then we're going to puke. No, no. I'd, um, thank you. Thank yeah. you. I've worked very, very hard, even though I've started to go backslide a little bit, but I've still worked very, very hard to get here. You have, man. Everybody did. And now we're all trying to avoid going back. It's true, man. Man, that University of Cincinnati football can, running program we all did really did. It, we talked about this yesterday. It really whipped us into it shape. It was terrible. A shape I've never been in. We're still starting to do it, and we're going to do it tonight, I yeah. Here's the thing. We've done this now multiple times. We went all the way through <laughs> P90X during quarantine. Yep. So we get in this, for us, for us, fantastic shape. Yes. And then we go, okay, we finished. And then slowly, you know, we get, but we're shaping. And then we have to do some crazy, horrible program to get back. It's true. Instead of consistently staying in that. Uh-huh. It really makes it, one thing I've realized that it gives me a whole new respect for elite athletes. You do it all the time? Yes. Have you seen them in the off season? Oh, because they do because, that. Exactly. Yeah. Because I've realized even just with like a normal body like mine, that as soon as you lay off, man, your body does go back. It starts to betray you. It immediately starts to go back to its old ways. So those guys are just constantly grinding, bro. It's crazy to me. So it's, yeah, man, I, it's a, it's an eye opener for me and gives me a, it definitely gave me a new respect for athletes, man. It's crazy. <coughs> um, yeah, now that's us. We just don't get paid for it. It's <laughs> not elite. That's true. No, no, Here we go. We d- <laughs> Why is my laugh so dumb? It's not. All right. It's not. I'm up now. Oh, you. Yes, you're up. Uh, that you're was. That was okay, all I got mine. more. Yep. Well, I guess. Well, I guess. Uh, he asked how we witness to people. Oh yeah, good point. Um, yes. So you're up. How do you witness Jesus to a stranger? Some. Do you have any helpful suggestions? Suggestions. Um, this is a place where I'm very. I flip flop a lot. 
I have moments where I'm really good at this, and I have moments where I am absolutely terrible at this. Um, in the times where I feel like I, I do well, um, I, I don't initially just dive into faith and where they're at. I try to make, make myself relatable to them. You know, I want them to see that I am no different than them besides Jesus, but they don't even know that yet. I want them to see that, like, this guy's cool, but there's something different. And, and I, so I try to find that in being relatable and, and, and having conversations that uh, maybe they wouldn't expect a Christian to have or being relatable in the sense of even just culture. You know, I try to, I try to do that. And then once I can establish that, that's when I'll ask, where, you know, where are you at with God? Or, you know, what do you mm-hmm. think about God? And, you know, and then I can tell them, hey, like, I'm, you know, I am a Christian, and, you know, this is, this is the truth, you know, and mm-hmm. that's where I, I, so that's kind of where I try to land is, that's where I try to go, I guess. It's good. Fonturn, yeah. you got anything on that? I kind of do the same thing. I just ask a lot of questions. Whenever I have those discussions at work, it's, uh, it just leads off from small little questions and crazy conversations into that, so... I actually think this is a cool story. So I'm going to say something. I want to come back. I'll give my thoughts. Okay. Um, and actually something Clint shared with me last night, he thinks I wasn't listening, but it did really impacted me. Um, and I wanted to encourage him on, I was just doing 50 things. So what I'm, I try to do everything you guys did. I think it's true. Like don't pretend to be something you're not. Certainly don't pretend to be holier than thou. Yeah. Um, people can sense that. Uh, <clears throat> When I look at the Bible and how people told people the gospel, you know, you've, you may have seen this triangle before. We've used it in our classes, but, you know, you take your story where your story and God's story meet and you mm-hmm. use it to connect to their story. Mm. So, for instance, you know, um, you see that all throughout both the gospels and then Acts. Yeah. As far as, like, when they met a certain person, they'd be like, oh, you're doing this, you know, or you look at this... You know, God's, I think of Paul on Mars Hill, you know. Hey, he, he pointed this pagan hill and he pointed to this. They were so afraid that they'd anger all, like there was some God they were not worshiping. And so they made this one little altar, this pillar <clears throat> to the unknown God just in case. And so he came up there and we, so many people now would like shame a Christian for this. Because like, and he pointed, he goes, hey, you know that right there? The, this temp, the unknown God, I'm about to tell you who he is. And so he met him where he was and then told them, right? That's freaking awesome. Um. So trying to meet, I love that you guys said that because I think there's, that's what you do. However, the other thing I think that nowadays, it's almost like there's two extremes. On the one hand, you've got the people that come up and they just start by going with the signs that say you're going to hell. Yep. Which is true, right? Without Jesus. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm not saying that doesn't work sometimes. God's, that's better than doing nothing as long as you mention the hope in Jesus. Right. Not like going up to a, you know, gay pride parade and just saying you're going to hell. There's no, there's no use in that because you haven't put, where's the rest of it? Whereas, man, if you're going to do something like that, you should at least put on the other side, but Jesus can save you right where you are. Right. Jesus loves you, right? You know, something like There's that. There's got to be a redeem, like a redemption. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, that gives them no hope. And then, of course, you're going to be defensive because you're like, you're telling me I'm going to hell and there's no way to stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they already don't think that there's a way to not be what they are, for instance, right? Yep. Anyway, it's just a side note. So you got that extreme. And then the other side of it is, well, I'm just going to be Jesus, but I'm not going to actually tell them the name Jesus, and then they'll ask me, and then I'll get to know them. And then they quote that that comment by Mother Teresa, which is a good quote, but her context didn't mean that either. It just meant live it, where she said, you know, preach the gospel, and if necessary, use words. Mm-hmm. And what she really meant was just live your life in such a way that people notice a difference. And that should be true, right? Absolutely. Be a light, salt of the earth. Jesus talks about that. But there's also you need to tell them. Yes. What is the gospel? You know, it wasn't until I went to that play I told you guys about at 17 or whatever, 16 or 17, and I saw someone explain it to me in a play form that I even understood it. You know, I understood the idea of, like, God, Jesus is good. I am going to hell. Like, I'm actually not even that. Everyone that wasn't, and then I thought Christians were all fake. Like, nobody told me that they were the same as me but Jesus. Right. So you've got to be bold enough to enter into those conversations Because I think what stops a lot of good-hearted Christians is they're like, well, I don't want to offend them or drive them away because then I have no relationship. Well, that's fine. But would you do that if your friend was about to shoot themselves in the head? You'd be like, I would tell them to stop, but 
I don't want to offend them. No, right. it's going to kill them. So why wouldn't you think of it the same way with eternal life <clears throat> or poison if they were taking poison and, and they were pretending it wasn't poison, you knew it was, would you not tell them, hey, oh, man. That's, the truth is that's poison? You wouldn't go, like, are you sure you want a banana? You'd yes. go, that banana is poison. Stop eating it. Yep. <clears throat> so when it comes to the gospel, there's a certain point in a relationship when they do, when it does come out. And I do believe God, if we're open to that and pray and look for it, that the Holy Spirit will... Give us those moments because the Bible says that, right? Don't worry about what you'll say. Now, he's talking about in front of authorities, but the same thing. When you get in front of people, you know, the Spirit will give you the words to say. And I believe that. And, you know, it's always going to sound offensive to people. Yep. You can't assume even by their initial response of what the long-term effects of that seed is going to be. Your job, you chuck the seed, right? Parable of the sower in a way, seed. We can't control whether it grows. That's right. So I think of Clint, you know, he's been talking at work to the point at times, you know, people try to even kind of not sort of subtly threaten his job. And I know he probably thinks no one's listening. Some of the people that are even aggressive with him. Yeah. Well, a lady told him last night, and I don't want to make him talk just because he's sick, but he flat out said after all this bad stuff happened that she actually goes, well, you know, and I actually thought the story was going to end with her like being... I hate it. Just a jerk, right? And did you hear this part? Yeah. And she's like, hey, you know, this Jesus you're talking about, he loves me where I'm at. That's the only thing keeping me going. And you're kind of like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, that's powerful, man. It is. Um, And, you know, for Clint, as he's back there, something for him, things like, what do you do now? What's the next conversation? Okay. Is it, you said that this affected you, keeps you going. Why? For you, why? Yep. And then, well, you know, the idea that I'm loved. Okay, well, what do you respond to that? You're already acknowledging that it's real to a degree. Oh, yeah. What's your response want to be? Because you quit worrying about what you, you know, are afraid of. So I, I just think it's really cool for him to live that out because when he just told me that, I believe him because he's yes. doing it in a place that's really scary, which is work. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think you got to just boldly tell people. But I also think letting people know how he changed your life. Because Paul did that all it's the time, so right? powerful. Paul did that. Hey, yes. I was a murderer. I killed his people, and then I was the worst of sinners, and then he, he came and saved me. Yep. So do we do that? I'm convicted. Me too. I mean, I do yep. it, but do I, like, talk to people in my – even my family? Because no. you think they won't listen, right? They're not You're right, me. or they're just – yeah, it's or it's there's no point. You mm-hmm. know? It is so. – it's so convicting, man, because I can think of people or moments in my life where I have done that, and it has changed people. Like, mm-hmm. it has – people have responded through mm-hmm. that, and it's like, damn. You, for me, you know, you came to sermons, man, but I think it was, you know, conversations we had. Yeah, those, you're right, the conversations we had early on. Because you had been in the sermons, I wasn't doing it fully at times, right? Like, you were feeling called, but you still, I don't even remember when you considered the moment you were saved. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you remember? Um, I, rem- like, I remember when... Knowing now that you, was there a time you prayed that prayer? There was a time when I knew that what I was doing in my life, I couldn't do anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I just knew that I was like, okay, this is real to me now, and I can't just sit idly by and keep doing what I'm doing. I can't do it. It's literally affecting me. I can't. I feel I feel weight now. Like, I, I remember that weight of, like, guilt, of, like, I can't keep living like this. Conviction, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't just from, like, hey, you're awesome. It was from true oh, yeah. preaching it, the gospel. Yes. It was from like you know, like I know I'm living wrong. Like, and I can't. what's going to happen if you? Continue. That's right. If, if 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 this is real and I'm doing this, man, I know where I'm going. Yeah, you know. And the evidence in your life, like you said, of like there's something more. Anyway, yes. Great question. I'm sorry we went on a long time. No, or I, I did. Anyway. It's good stuff, man. You guys have anything else on that? No. It's beautifully, beautifully said. Love your heart. Um. <clears throat> all right. What has been one encouraging thing you have seen in your own life? And one encouraging thing you have seen in your church. Um, encouraging thing in my life, uh, man, just where I'm at, honestly. Like, you know, I can look back on my life and I can see that the path I was going down, man, I was I was bound to be, you know, empty, mm. constantly sad and depressed, you know, probably, you know, would have to constantly kind of fight that battle of like, life is hopeless, there's no use in this, and that would, I think that would probably would have eventually led to, like, feelings of, like, suicide, like, wanting to die, which I had, I honestly had gotten there for a minute. I was, I had kind of reached that point at one point. I don't even think I knew that <clears throat> about your story, but anyway. And 
honestly, I don't know where I would even be. There's parts of me that think I probably would have ended up somehow homeless <laughs> because, mm. you know, I was so irresponsible and, like, just wasn't prepared for life. And, like, I just, I don't know, man. And it's cool because where I am now, like, I have a long way to go and there's a lot more steps I have to take in my journey, but I am so much farther along than I was. And, and I have a true understanding of life now. And, like, mm. you know, there's purpose in everything. I used to think my life was meaningless, and now I know there's a purpose in everything, even if I don't want to accept it at times. I know there is. Um, and that's, you know, that's incredible. That's a complete flip, man. It's 180. Um, and as far as this church, man, um, I've seen people's lives change. I've seen the same change that I had in others. You know, I've mm. seen people's perspectives just change. I've seen it in their eyes, man. I've seen it in the way they the way they act you know i've seen them want to take those parts of themselves that they had fully accepted and they didn't want it anymore you know mm. i've seen them i've seen them want want to just keep sinning and i've seen them go from that to i don't want i don't want to sin anymore like it's just beautiful man mm. it's it's powerful like you know mm. that's what i've seen here now just in case i love that i didn't even think of it that way uh, what about recently just in case they mean even recently mm-hmm. like what's one thing in your life that's been encouraging like yeah, that's your overall, but like recently in your life, and then one thing in this church recently. Okay, so recently, <clears throat> just in case, because yeah, I don't. recently in my life, you know, I've seen that uh, God is still here. Mm. God is still with me, even if I have betrayed Him, even if I have, you know, spat in His face over and over again, and I have not wanted to follow Him, and I've wanted to just, just lay down and just stay there. He is mm. still there. <laughs> um. He has not moved an inch. You know, even if I was trying to retract and trying to crawl away, he was not letting me. <laughs> um, so that's that's a big one. It's powerful, actually. Um, and then for this church, man, recently, like, gosh, man, just the the radical truth this place brings, man. Like, our people are special in the fact that, like, we can struggle with our faith and wanting to live it out, but people, like people are still willing to hear it Mm. and even if we're not always in the moment willing to face that truth man i think we work our way there and that's what makes Mm. us who we are Mm. you know sometimes we don't want to face that mirror and that that truth of what jesus really wants to take from us that freedom that he's trying to give us that we don't want to face man and i think recently our church is showing like you know what man like there are parts of us we don't want to face but we're trying you know, and I think that that is special, powerful, dude. That is special because I think a lot of people don't ever even want to face that. They don't even want to think about it. Mm. And I think that we were open to the idea of there is more. And now that we're being faced with, yeah, man, there is more to your life as individuals. Like there is, <clears throat> there's darkness that you did not see. I think people, our people, are willing to bring it to the light. They, you know, and they're really trying to. And what do you think? The more. Like, what's the importance of that? I guess, why is that so... Uh, it's encouraging to you, I guess, because they're brave and willing to do that. Yes. Yeah. It, it's it's encouraging to me because I know, like, mm. man, like, this this is real. Like, mm. people, like, people are living out the faith that they claim, you know? Because I think a lot of people, and again, this doesn't mean everyone's perfect, but, you know, a lot of people, when faced with this reality, this reality of, man, like, I thought I, thought I was following, but maybe I'm not. They're just either mm-hmm. going to crumble or they're just going to deny, 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 and just stay where they're at. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we're doing that, you know. And again, I'm not saying it, we've all arrived because we haven't. <laughs> but you know, I think no, there's I a lot of us that are that are at least willing to to try to look, and we do look. <laughs> so I guess does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> That's good, man. A fun turn. I don't want to make you if you're not feeling. You're not feeling good. Okay. Uh, he goes no. He's about to pass out. Hold it in, buddy. Um, so one encouraging thing in your own life and one encouraging thing in your church. Mm, man. I guess the encouraging thing is kind of God moving in my family to kind of restore some of my family. Yeah, man. Which I didn't really put all of it together until I told it's you today. pretty cool. So we'll see. That's been kind of encouraging. You know that God, God's always moving, man, in people's lives. He really is. He's always calling us, always trying to... My answers, prayers, it's just, yes. it's been neat. Encouraging thing in this church, <clears throat> hmm. this church does things, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy, 
Some, this church does things in such a radical way in the sense of biblically, I mean biblically, that you see how weird it looks. Okay? I'm serious. So like our member meetings, we have member meetings, right? Membership is just it's a commitment mm-hmm. to, you know, in the uh, New Testament. We don't need mem- there was There would have been no indication that those people didn't go to the same church all the time. Paul knew that or he wouldn't say, how, how can an elder be held or an overseer be held responsible for them? if they don't see them all the time and teach them, right? Mm. The same people. So it's just a way for us in our modern culture. You know, we just had some new members come a lot. Mm-hmm. And to sit there, man, for two hours, when typically, you know, member meetings are pretty businessy. Come in, do your thing, blah, 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 move on. And we, right. ours is more of a, a family meeting, man. And I know it sounds yeah. hokey. I know. I guarantee you there's some Christian out there listening, or maybe not. It's like, this sounds like a cult. You're right. That's the weird part about it is it's – in the sense that it, it do, it's so different, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we got to go over finances and all those things, business, but we, we just talk about it, and we we take seriously people joining that community it's in true, a way man. and Cash ask. things and, out. Yeah, it's just, it's encouraging, but also feels weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I just think that's neat, man. Um, and that when things get hard, I mean, I can't really say this, I guess, but... You know, th- this is a kind of church, I think this is okay if I don't say it anymore, where a married couple who's having some problems and are separating, biting your fingers, I don't know why I'm whispering it, you told us this mission <laughs> stuff, where a married couple comes before members who we've been here for years it's, and says, hi, we're going to separate for a while, and we just want to tell you that from our own lips, and we want you to know that we're both committed to staying here, and we want we want you guys, meaning our church body, they, we want you guys involved in this, holding us accountable, helping us through this, and we want you to know. That doesn't happen. I was about We're to say, both of them together. I was about to say, tell me what, what yeah. place that happens at. So just crazy, man. What um, and it feels uncomfortable at times. Yes. So, but it's 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 encour- it's, 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 it's 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 encouraging. Yes, um, that's and, so and good. People's faith, right? It pushes you. I'm glad you brought that up because, like, you're right. I don't think that happens much of anywhere else, man. Like, it really mm-hmm. doesn't. Not to like you know tutor on horn or anything, but dude, like that is special. Like that's incredible. Mm-hmm. You you probably won't even see that in a lot of worldly places oh no you know and that's why i know like man god is moving in our people man because Amen. for a whole room of people to be in support of that that's wild it's so cool so that's i agree amazing. all right um that's a great question i got one more for you buddy we might right. as well finish him that's Let's it do it man that, we man, went through them today that's like probably what eight or nine ten. i think it's gonna be ten by Holy the end yeah man we're killing it I mean, nope nine good call wow Impressive of you. I have to remember that. Thank you. How you did I, that? Just kind of a guest. <laughs> You're a savant. I used to. Anyway. I used to win guessing competitions for the amount of like. Did you really? in a jar all the time. I'd get within like two or three. What if you are a math like genius and you never knew it? And you just assumed like, oh, it was just guessing. Yeah, it's Our true. numbers genius. Anyway, numbers genius. <clears throat> do you think the Sadducees mm-hmm. in Mark twelve nineteen were being passive aggressive by calling Jesus teacher? I've got it pulled up for you, buddy. Okay. Uh, that's what I'm doing on my phone sometimes, guys. I'm not ignoring him. That's it right. says, I'll start at 18. Some Sadducees who say there is no resurrection came to Jesus, came to him and questioned him. So some Sadducees who say there is no resurrection came mm-hmm. to him and questioned him. And then here's verse 19. Okay. Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, leaves his wife behind and leaves no child, his offspring should take the wife and produce offspring for his brother. There were seven brothers. The first took a wife and died and left no offspring. The second also took her and he died, leaving no offspring. And the third, likewise. So the seven left no offspring. Last of all, the woman died too. In the resurrection, when they rise, whose wife will she be since the seven had married her? And then Jesus told them, Are you not deceived because you don't know the scriptures or the power of God? For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage but are like angels in heaven in the sense that they don't marry. Mm-hmm. Uh, now concerning the dead being raised, haven't you read in the book of Moses in the passage about the burning bush, how God spoke to him, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not God of the dead, but of the living. You are badly deceived. Whew. So Sadducees, who we know right now don't believe in a resurrection, came and gave him this hard, quote, hard question about, well, huh, res- resurrection exists. So mm-hmm. teacher, yeah. so he's saying, do you think they were being passive aggressive when they called I him think teacher? It, yeah, absolutely. I think they were trying. They were trying to trap him. Mm-hmm. They were trying to get him to say something that would be allow them to accuse him of being false. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. And I think by using teacher, because remember at this time he was pretty popular. People yeah. were recognizing him and calling him. They were trying to show the people, mm-hmm. oh, I'm coming here in good faith. Yeah. My teacher, right? Because everyone around and and they they were afraid of him. Um, the crowd around him for a while. So before they turned everyone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so. 
Yeah, I agree. I think they were being definitely past aggressive. Oh yeah, that's it. Cool. I think we're done, man. Nice. How long has this been going on, Fun Turn? You're about out of control. Yeah, we should probably end. We'll talk about the other stuff later. All right, sounds Guys, good. we keep telling you there's a bonus episode coming out, and frankly, at this point, I've just become a complete liar to you and always. So, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I'm not trying to lie to you. Um, and the reason I'm bringing this up is I was saying, oh, we could do that in the next episode, that mm-hmm. we're going to do bonus, but it never happens. So we're looking to do a bonus episode. I hope we do. Yes. Um, we're going to make it happen. Yes. I just didn't want to be the one to say it this time. We're going to make it happen. I'm the, so, yeah, we'll... we'll we have some cool stuff we want to talk about going on in, in life today, including some stuff that came from the World Economic Forum that's yeah. been meeting this week that I think is pretty interesting for people to understand and know. Absolutely. Uh, you know, some real things going on out there, guys. Mm-hmm. What do you do with that? <sighs> Tempted to just go, but we'll wait. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's all I got, man. What do you got? Cool. Well, first off, just thank you guys so much for watching this episode. Uh, man, 140 episodes, man. That's crazy. Wow. 10 away from 150. Mm-hmm. We've just we've, It's crazy to look back and see how far we've come in all this. It's insane. So thank you guys so much for sticking around. If you've been one of the OG listeners, listening from episode one, like thank you so guy. much. That's so cool that you guys have been willing to listen to us every week for so long. Um, Ooh, I would love to know, has anyone out there that's listening now Listen to every single episode. Oh, that's cool. If you have, actually, I'm serious about this, and I trust our crowd. If you have, and you're listening via, <clears throat> you know, Facebook or YouTube or Rumble, and we can see you, write that in there. Hey, I've watched every one. Let us know. If you're not and you're listening from the podcast, shoot that into the message using the link, www.theremnant.life.real.talk. We want to send you guys a gift. Absolutely. I'm serious. So we're that's trusting so cool. you. We're trusting you. You're not going to lie to us. Yes. But honor. if you have watched... Whether, you know, you were along for the whole ride, because I think it's just as cool that if you came in midway, you went all the way back and listened to oh, them. Oh, that's insane. <clears throat> uh, man, I would love to know. I, that's crazy, because I know how the first one was. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you don't even have all, all of them on podcast format, I assume. Oh, that's right. I think I think we're missing like 10. It's so if you've close. watched every single one of the ones on podcast format, that would count, if you're, oh, yeah. especially if that's the only one you've Mm-hmm. The way you've heard. But I would really be curious, too, if anyone has literally listened to 140 of them. That's insane. If Counting this one. Let me know. Drop in the comments below because you guys deserve a shout out. <clears throat> Whether you're from a different state, country, whatever. Oh, absolutely. Um, I would love to know. Sweet. Cool. You guys heard it. Comment. Shoot it in the database. Whatever you got to do. Yep. Using the link www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk. And if you're watching this video from Facebook, go ahead and give us a like if you haven't already. And if you want... Please share this if it's impacted you. Give it a little blurb at the top so people will actually look at it. And if you're watching from uh, YouTube, holy cow, I almost blanked there for a second. If you're watching from YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button with the notification bell. Why? So you'll get notified when we post and you can be one of the first people to watch it. And if you're watching from Rumble, give us a Rumble, hashtag Rumble Jumble. Love you guys. You got anything? Sick guy? Uh, Fun turn loves you. He's just terrible. So honestly, pray for that. Pray for him. Absolutely. Uh, I can actually attest to this. I came in today, and I looked at him. He walked in. I said, you look terrible. It's true. (laughs) So I do really feel for him. We love you, man. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for being a part of this. Hope you feel better. And I know he loves you guys a lot. gives a lot of time. So, hey, they already said it. We love you. appreciative. I'm excited to see. You know, if you haven't watched all of them, let me know how many you've listened to. Uh, Maybe there's no one. I'd love to know. Yeah. If there's people out there who have listened to 100, 120, you know, whatever. Four. That's all. <laughs> four. So, I mean, no, new not, listener. We're not, we're kidding about four, but I mean, if you're one of those people that you're like, man, you know, I haven't listened to everyone, but I've listened to this many, and you know it's pretty significant. I'd love to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, we are so, so thankful that you guys give us an opportunity and a platform it, because all of the different social media platforms that we put this on, they're not really what props us up. Because mm-hmm. if there wasn't a group of you out there who interact with us, send great questions, watch, man, we wouldn't do this. That's so right. you do this. Every time you view the show, uh, you help support the show. Every time you've donated the show, there's some people out there, and we're going to do that too. I know um, we've had some long-term financial sponsors, and I think we're going to thank you guys too in a special way. Oh, yeah. Um, you're going to get a, a really cool gift. Um, I've already thought of that. And I meant to do that a few weeks ago, and I haven't. I know there's been probably <clears throat> four to five people who have given consistently. I don't even know if you know that. That's wild. Given, who to this day still give every week towards Real Talk. So freaking So cool. we thank you guys uh, so much for your support, for your encouragement, for your love, all those things. Absolutely. That's it. Pray for us. We're going to try to run again. Get back into it. It's gonna be Stick around this week. Um, 
I don't know. We, I, I think it's really important. I'm excited about the bonus episodes. We have the Revelation episode. We have mm-hmm. this one where we want to kind of talk about what's going on in life. I think oh, it's important yeah. you guys are up to date. What we found is a lot of people our age, um, and honestly in the demographic, whether whatever your age, meaning the types of people that watch our show, they don't necessarily know this stuff. And this is not conspiracy. This is not. These are factual things you can look up. And That's just what right. that means for your life. And you should know. Oh, yeah. So we're excited to talk about that. And whether that means we just do a podcast of it, maybe we don't, a video, whatever, we'll, we'll get with you guys. We also have some exciting news to tell you if you're a fan of Real Talk. There are, are rumblings, internal discussions, possibilities that Real Talk Live will return in a little bit different way. Um, and it'll be sort of seasonally in the wintertime when people are actually around at night. That's right. Seasonal so live. If you would love to see Real Talk Live come back, it won't be every week. Um, but, you know, whether it's bi-weekly, whether it's after AJ chews his fingers off, so he won't stop. Uh, <laughs> um, whether it's bi-weekly or monthly, but we've been asked about that. And I think that's kind of a cool idea. So if that comes back, that'll be cool, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. All right. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, if you did want to donate to the show, we would really appreciate that, especially if you don't go to the church that supports this, just to know that there's people out there that value this podcast enough. We don't get sponsorships. We don't have ads yet. <clears throat> so any sort of uh, donation, um, one, is tax deductible. You can claim it on your taxes if that's you know something that you do, and why wouldn't you? Um, but also uh, just know that everything you give doesn't go into our pockets, but goes right back into the show. That's right, man. Other than that, we hope you guys have a great day. And truly, God bless you.